Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Just a couple of guys who like legs and breasts. Of course, I'm talking about Thanksgiving dinner, you bunch of sickos. Hi, kids. This is the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I'm your co-host, Joel Never Convicted Cheeseman. Chad Turducken Sowash. And on this episode... It ain't cool being no jive turkey. So close to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? <laughs> No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, Yeah. simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways. TextKernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. TextKernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. TextKernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data. I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com that's t-e-x-t-k-e-r-n-e-l.com mm, nachos <laughs> happy turkey day week chad <laughs> pretty stoked here in 
Europe, you can do just about whatever you want with whatever food you want. The thing that's beautiful, though, is I think you talked about it is um, we don't have to put a turkey in the oven for eight fucking hours. I mean, we Mm -hmm. can just eat whatever we want, which is great. It's great being an adult, right? Sometimes it's great being an adult. Middle age, by the way, is the most is the most thankless time of your life. Like, why is that? Your 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 old your aging parents aren't thankful. They they're mad about everything. Your kids hate you. (laughs) They're mad about everything. Like everyone just expects you to be on. Keep the ATM full and like just (laughs) shut your mouth. And do your job. That's that's middle age, everybody. In case you haven't haven't gotten, I'm there not yet. feeling that. I don't know what your problem is. Yeah, empty nester probably <laughs> changes things. And you haven't had any parental issues, right? Illness, like death. Both my mom and dad have had medical issues, but I mean they they they've gotten through it. They're continuing to get through it. So yeah, I mean, do it's, they still it, live independently? Part of life. Yeah. It's coming for you. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> Something to be thankful for. So so this episode, everybody, uh, if, if you're a new listener, the holidays are just, they just hit different for us. Like mm. we do this Jive Turkeys episode. We'll do Naughty and Nice. We'll do predictions. We'll, we, yeah, we'll do all kinds of stuff for the holidays, which is really an excuse for us not to work. We just do like these fun episodes because I think everyone kind of likes. This but, is still work. I don't know what you, I don't know what you did. I don't know what you did, but I worked. As the Portuguese sun uh, beats down on your bald head, uh, yeah, you definitely work work that we're doing. So uh, we usually go to shout outs, but I have some thankful fours, and you have you have shout outs of your own. So why don't you go and just hammer out your your shout outs? And then we can be thankful for some stuff. Yeah, my shout out and being thankful uh, all in one is uh, for having American football in the Algarve. Yes, I am five hours behind uh, Eastern Standard Time. Yes, I do get the abundance of amazing uh, European football from all Uh the different leagues around here. But one of the things, my favorite bar has American football and uh, that to me is just something something even more to be thankful for. Not only do they have a, an amazing whiskey selection, they oh, have American football. Now, I'm feeling like that's Latin for I get to watch the Ohio State-Michigan game this week. Is that what that means? <laughs> Will this bar have Ohio State and Michigan Ooh, on? Yeah, that one might be a little bit hard. NCAA's a, hits a little bit different, but uh, I, I, I will ask. I will ask because if they can get it, they will get it. Because uh, you probably see this on your feed, but all kinds of drama. Harbaugh is a, is a dirty boy. Uh, Michigan is happened. naughty. Yeah. yeah, Michigan is on our naughty or nice list as a naughty. Uh, <laughs> Brian Day's under pressure because if he can't, if it's a third straight loss to Michigan, Harbaugh's not on the sidelines. Like so, Brian Day's under pressure. They're talking about him being on the hot seat if he doesn't win. Whatever. This is number two versus number three in the nation. Yes. Like huge yeah. repercussions uh, for this game. And most importantly for me. Uh, my wife is going to New York City for the holiday for the Macy's Day Parade. She's meeting oh, her, yeah. her sister there. So yeah, I yeah. get guilt-free, unhindered viewing of Ohio <laughs> State and Michigan this year, which is usually yes. usually a bit of a hurdle for me me to clear. So Thursday football, <laughs> Friday, uh, they have yeah. now what they're calling Black Friday, which they have football now on Friday, NFL football. And then Saturday is college football galore. So I'm going to be really happy for the next football, week or so. Football, 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 football. And we're not doing dinner. We did dinner at my sister's, the Thanksgiving nice. thing. Nice. At, my, at this house, we're going barbecue. 
Yeah. I'm going down to the, the barbecue shop. Mm-hmm. We're getting we're getting ribs. We're getting some chili. Uh, maybe some sausages. Uh, some mac and cheese. Some mashed potatoes. It'll be really Get good. It all. I'm gonna have my 84 year old dad over and my six year old son. That's the that's the threesome. That's the three stooges <laughs> that are gonna be watching TV. So anyway, enough about. Enough about me. Football's great. I'm glad you get to watch. I hope you get to watch Ohio State, uh, Michigan. If not, well, you're in Portugal and it's life is okay either way. I'll I'll soldier through. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip the shoutouts and I'm gonna be really uh, stereotypical and just do like thankfuls. Okay, don't make me cry. Number one, our fans, dude. I, we're two middle aged knuckleheads. Like <laughs> to see people wear the shirts, to like share the booze, to. Um, reach out to certainly I think both of us get get yeah. contacted like love the show or you have your open hour office hours or whatever mm-hmm. uh, where you take calls so I'm sure you you hear people it's just it's just fantastic the little the little podcast that we've built but it wouldn't be anything without the fans so I got to thank the fans uh, it also wouldn't be anything without the sponsors um, yes. I'm continually just amazed at the people who will write checks uh, to be to be sponsors of the show. Uh, certainly, we think we have a great show, and our listeners do as well. But our sponsors stick with us; they become friends, they become supporters, uh, and it's just really great to have them around. Other than that, I think you and I are both really blessed. We have great families, great friends, and and damn it, Chad, I'm thankful for you too. Oh, I'm thankful for you. I knew you're gonna try to make uh, me cry. Yeah, I, did, I don't want to make you cry. I didn't want to bring out the wham, uh, the careless oh. whisper, but but God damn it, <laughs> I'm I'm thankful for so much. I think we we complain a lot on the show. We complain a lot in our average our everyday lives. Give thanks. Think about how how grateful you are. How lucky you are. Uh, your country's hopefully not at war. You're hopefully not, you know, dealing with any kind of trials and tribulations. Hopefully you have a lot to be grateful for and, uh, you can give thanks. Even if you're not American, uh, take time to give thanks this week. Yeah. Well, and also would like to thank all the listeners slash watchers who are watching us on YouTube in a very short amount of time. We've, we have almost 750 subscribers. Yeah. We have great sponsor participation, people watching the shorts, people watching the full episodes. I mean, you and I both thought, you know, this thing is, this is good audio. Okay. Are are anybody really going to want to look at our ugly mugs? And they do. We never thought it was good video. That's for sure. We never thought... (laughs) This is going to make some great video. Thankful for the team at Skill Scout for making us look good Mm -hmm. and so good that now we have a a second series on YouTube under the the Chad and Cheese YouTube handle, just youtube.com slash at Chad Cheese, where Toby Dayton from Link Up once a month connects with us. And goes over the job numbers, goes over the landscape, goes over a lot of things um, and tries to talk it down kindergarten style to us and to our listeners. So uh, really, again, thankful for all of that. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't subscribed, check us out on YouTube. Just uh, search for the Chad and Cheese podcast. Absolutely. And thanks to the the, the European show that's still voice only uh, that that may change. Leaving's just too... Just too good looking to keep boxed up in a in a in a speaker uh, forever. So look out for that. I don't know. I don't know. No promises, everybody. Oh, you know he wants it. By the way, speaking of sponsors, if you haven't signed up, uh, go to chatcheese.com. Uh, free t shirts. 
from our friends at JobGet, mm-hmm. uh, Bourbon, one from Chad, one from me. That's our friends at Text Kernel. Uh, we got free be- free beer from our, our homies at uh, Aspen Tech Labs. And if it's your birthday, you could win a chance to win some really good rum from our friends at Plum. And if you listened to last week's show, you know that I went through the rest of the month's birthdays, so I wouldn't have to read them on the show. But however, <laughs> I'm thankful for this soundbite. Can you feel the tension yes. in the air right now? Oh, I can feel I know it. I can. I can feel it all the way down in my plum. And if you love that one, oh yeah, you're going to love this one too. This is our... This is our fantasy football soundbite. And Tuesday means we have a new leaderboard chat, and we're recording this on Tuesday. So I want to read uh, our top 12 leaderboard in fantasy football. Number one, Marcy Mall continues to crush it, just like number two, Michelle Sargent. Killing it. Uh, Killing it. It, It'll be a travesty if neither one of them win uh, the league. But anything can happen. Anything can happen. Uh, Dina Perro. Chad, you're number four now, which puts you yes. in a playoff spot. If you can hold Ooh. on to this, then then happy days for you, my friend. Uh, the That's following list if. is Joe Dixon, Dean Osner, Jill Patterson. I come in at number eight, which is up from number 10. So watch out for me. Uh, I, I stuck it to Jasper, which makes me feel good. I think oh. I beat him. I beat Tupper. And I think I beat you this year, which is really all I need. Okay. From fantasy football. Number 10, Brent Losey. <laughs> Dennis Tupper continues to to drag oh, on the bottom. He's, he's last a bottom year. feeder. He yeah. loves it, apparently. Uh, and, and Kristen Urban, uh, just just a string of bad luck for her. But that is, uh, that is our fantasy football list. And with that, Chad, are you ready for a little... Little jive turkey time. Bring so it. if you if you're a new listener, here's what we do: we we each pick three or four companies, people in the industry that just deserve to be called out as jive turkeys. They've either broken a law, they've disgraced themselves, they've they've destroyed trade <laughs> uh, share value, something or themselves, other. Themselves, their families. Yeah, they, they've just embarrassed themselves, and <laughs> and there's just no spot. It ain't cool being no jive turkey. For jive turkeys this close to Thanksgiving. So, Chad, (laughs) let's have you start with your first jive turkey of 2023. This will not surprise anyone right out of the gate. My first jive turkey goes to the Twitter hiring platform. (laughs) Twitter was bought at a $44 billion price tag by Elon Musk, and now it's worth $19 billion. So how does Elon make up that $25 billion in losses? Well, it's easy. You start a job board. Apparently, that's how you do it. Earlier this year, Twitter's announcement of a hiring platform after acquiring Lasky, it got us thinking. Since Lasky was a job matching mm. engine, how would Twitter match people to jobs? Unlike LinkedIn, Twitter doesn't have a person's career information, expertise, skills, or, or anything really regarding occupation. So what corpus of data would they use to match these users to jobs? We were really racking our brains on this. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess we thought way too deep on this because Twitter launched their first (laughs) (laughs) version of job cards, doing what everybody's been doing on Twitter for years, blasting jobs into their feed. Uh, Top five job listings on corporate profiles. That's innovative. And last but not least, we just heard last week, a basic 1990 style job search. So Elon compared what was coming 
to a new and cooler version of LinkedIn. Well, Elon, <laughs> maybe in 2006, but not in 2023. So this early version of Twitter hiring platform gets a jive turkey from me. Oh, boy. <laughs> and Twitter slash X gave us plenty to talk about uh, in 2023, Chad. You, you picked, yeah. obviously, the most relevant one to the industry. How do yeah. companies pick their top five? It's like MySpace when you had to pick your top friends. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know how they come up with that five. But yes, the search box. And how do you manage it? Uh, let's let's hope that comes in 24. Let's hope the LinkedIn killer gets launched by Elon because that'll be a lot of fun to talk, talk about. Talk a little bit more about that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was this was bad I for sure. Don't think it's gonna Thanks, be cool I don't think it's gonna be Twitter though. <laughs> so close to Thanksgiving. All right, that brings me to my first turkey of 2023. Well, Chad, we talk a lot about brand integrity, walking the walk, if you're going to talk the talk, if you will. Well, let's look at how not to do that by focusing on Kid Rock from 2023. By the way, do you have a favorite rock, Chad? We got like The Rock, Chris Rock, Kid Rock, uh, Plymouth Rock. Do you have a favorite rock? (laughs) Do you have a favorite rock? I like Pet Rock. Pet Rock. Okay. Yeah. Go seventies. Go. Se- I'll go Chris yeah. Rock. Just generational comedian. <laughs> anyway, so so back in April, uh-huh. the the right wing lost its mind uh, when Dylan Den- Den- Mulvaney promoted Bud Light over as nothing, a trans yes. celebrity. Uh, here's here's Kid Rock going to Twitter with a really big gun, showing the world what he thinks about Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney's relationship. Let me uh, say something to all you and be as clear and concise as possible. Fuck Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch. Have a terrific day. (laughs) Have a great day. Anyway, pretty tough guy. He was on brand. Uh, everyone on the right, the MAGA, the MAGA knuckleheads, all, all, all cheered him. However, in August, Chad, just a few months later, he was sighted online enjoying a Bud Light at a Nashville bar. Oops, that's that's Oops. winning. That's not winning, Chad. Uh, by the way, so Twitter cried treason, of course, highlighting his <laughs> flip flop. Then, Chad, just this month, he goes on Hannity. Uh, and for those of you who don't know Hannity, he's a uh, Fox News uh, celebrity. Yeah. Uh, and says that he never called for a boycott of the beer. And he feels bad about the people who lost their jobs because of his stunt. For the record, Bud Light stock has almost back up to pre-Kid Rock and pre-boycott uh, levels. Mm-hmm. No word on the hundreds of people who did lose their job uh, when the when the stock did tank. Uh, but for all this and more, the flopping, the the idiocy, just the relevant knuckleheadedness of America, Kid Rock gets my first jive turkey of 2023. It ain't cool being no jive turkey. So much fake so outrage in 2023. I mean, it, it just <laughs> it, there's just so much of it. People are so pissed and they're so mad. And you try to ask them about what? 
What are you really mad at? He should be mad about not making a hit in the last 20 years. That's what he should be mad about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that was a diversion. Ball with the ball was a long time ago, Mr. Rock. Ball with the ball was a long time ago. is paying attention to him, (laughs) and he wants somebody to pay attention to him. So, therefore, fake outrage gets him attention. Apparently, not the attention that he wanted. Before we get to yours, and I know everyone is really excited, let's take a quick break, pay some bills, and we'll be right back with Chad's Jive Turkey of 2023, number two. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. All right, Chad, it's our Jive Turkey episode. You've already given us one, yep. Elon and Twitter slash X. Now give us your number two <laughs> Jive Turkey of 2023. Well, Joel, my next turkey is what I would like to call a shared dining experience, where a portion of this is going to go to Grinder, a location-based social networking and online dating application targeted towards gay, bisexual, and transgender people. Why Grinder? Just the tip. That's right. Because Grinder targeted LinkedIn by saying their location-based based matching platform would double as a hiring platform. Say what? <laughs> yes. A dating app doubling as a hiring app. Uh-huh. Anyone with half a brain will understand that using a hookup app is not a smart move for hiring. Seriously. What company wants to have a hookup culture in the office? And the final portion of this turkey dinner goes to Zing. Mm -hmm. Zing is reversing course and turning itself from a LinkedIn-style platform, mainly in Germany, into a job board. (laughs) So literally, instead of just adding job search, matching and engagement capabilities into their social platform, they decrease their TAM dramatically along with any valuation they had. So this shared dining experience is a combo platter for Grinder and Zing served up by our friends at LinkedIn. Look at you with the puns. And you accuse me of the dad jokes. My favorite part about the Grinder story was yeah. it happened when we were live at Shaker uh, headquarters? <laughs> yes, <laughs> and we bring Joe Shaker up uh, to an interview, and the first thing we say is, "So grinder for jobs, man. Are you guys pushing that to your to your uh, to your to your customers?" And of course, Joe had to be as diplomatic as possible. He took it like say, a champ. Yeah, so I'm like, we look at all the advertising mediums, and we look yeah, at yeah. them objectively. Yada yada yada. <laughs> but you could tell he really appreciated that he was on the grinder. Uh, episode. He really appreciated that. What are you doing, step bro? All right, let's gobble number two. 
from Chad Soash. My number two gobbler goes to Junko. Yeah, a company we didn't talk about a lot. That's J O N K O, and they got mm-hmm. KO'd this year, if you will. Yes. Uh, a little bit about them. Founded in 2016, they focused on helping underrepresented candidates get hired. Well, that was pretty hot back in 2020, 21, 22. A noble goal for sure. They were spearheaded by Illit Raz, their founder and CEO. Well, in September of 22, they raised $25 million. And things look pretty great for the company. Now, fast forward to June of this year, and Raz is in trouble as the company faces collapse. And in fact, they have collapsed. We'll get to that in a second. Due to allegations that it misled investors, an internal probe revealed Raz's involvement and unethical practices exaggerating the company's business size. She allegedly claimed partnerships with 150 companies. Then the actual number was much lower than that. The scheme involved fake invoices, fake wire transfers, and fake Jesus. bank accounts. Oy! Oh, my God. Raz, who resigned following uh, these findings, has not commented on the allegations. They also, Chad, if you want more, uh, claimed 500% sales growth uh, for the two years. Following uh, the investment, they lied about partnerships with American Express, PayPal, and Accenture. Mm-hmm. As of today, the website is kaput. It's down. It's out. Sorry for the employees uh, that got behind this company and this leader, including our friend Albrey Brown, uh, who's been on the show at least once. Mm-hmm. Turkey number two for me goes to Junko and its founder. Oy. How is how is she not in jail? She took money. She faked invoices. Yeah. She, she faked wire transfers, bank information. How is she not in jail? That's the question. Uh, I want to know when her uh, her Hulu series is coming out. Forget jail. <laughs> These people go to TV when they do this kind of shit. Like we work. Well, I think if she went to jail, we work Uber. <laughs> she she probably she should face justice for sure. We'll we'll <laughs> I, follow this story. Uh, but yeah, every, everything has been erased minus their LinkedIn page, uh, which yeah. they still have. That's fraud. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they don't go to jail. Every year there's some, something like this happens, uh, yeah. whether it's the oil rig guy from a year or so ago, whether it's Zenefits. <laughs> rig like, zone. Yeah. Yeah. We, the fraud isn't just for like Theranos and WeWork and the companies right. that get like Hulu, uh, series. They happen in our industry too. And hopefully, you know, we're there to, to to highlight it and talk about it in 24 when it happens with whoever, whatever unicorn defrauds uh, investors <laughs> next year. We'll be there to talk about it uh, a year from now. But that is we my will. turkey number two, Chad. What do you got next? I've got the biggest turkey. Okay, so let me go ahead and set this up for you. Yep. You might know a guy named by the name of Sam Altman and also Greg Brockman. They did what every other founder was was afraid to do. While every other founder keeps their products behind the demo wall, uh-huh. uh, Greg Altman and or I'm sorry, Sam Altman and Greg Brockman gave everyone access to the product. No charge. Go play with it. Have fun. Rate it. Talk about it. Tell your friends, family, your peers at work. Just use it. Use ChatGPT. This is sounding pretty good so far, Chad. Is there? Does this ter- take a turn for the worst? Like it, 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 I'm, it's getting there. It's okay, getting there. This okay. is why it's a big turkey. I need a big setup. 
<laughs> Overnight, ChatGPT and OpenAI became household names and catapulted into a position as the leader in generative AI, a company most of the population had never heard of before. They became the leader in AI overnight. Sam mm -hmm. Altman was constantly featured in stories, on stages all over the world. He was the new tech wunderkind, right? Poster so, child. yep. And, and overnight success, and remember, most people had no clue who the fuck he or OpenAI was uh, just a year ago, right? Yeah. Microsoft sees its chance, funds OpenAI with $13 billion, that's billion with a B, $13 billion. All Microsoft products are now infused with OpenAI generative <laughs> LinkedIn. AI. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, Google is caught off guard, fumbles the, rele uh, the release of uh, its chat GPT competitor, Bard. Mm -hmm. I mean, who makes Google stumble and look like, an like it's amateur hour? Nobody does, but Greg and Sam did, yep. right? Last Friday, this is, where we're, this is where it comes. Last Friday, a year after chat GPT was opened up to the masses, yeah. OpenAI's board sacked. Sam Altman and Greg Brockman quit in solidarity. Mm -hmm. Microsoft only received word about two minutes before the press release was dropped. That's right. Microsoft, the same close partner, you know, the one that has $13 billion mm -hmm. injecting open AI tech into their, even into their product suite. I mean, no heads up. So in a baller move, Microsoft brings Altman and Brockman both to the head of Microsoft's new AI venture. That's right. The new CEO of OpenAI yep. will have to report to its big, biggest partner and customer, Sam and Greg. <laughs> so yep. meanwhile, 550 out of 700 employees at OpenAI have signed a letter telling the board to resign or they're going to leave and go to Microsoft with Altman and Brockman. OpenAI no doubt is the biggest turkey of the year and and more directly the board i guess and whoever made this, these decisions 60% of the time it works three people left time. on the board three people left on the board they're going to have to go ahead and you know commit harry carry they're going to have to restock the board there's going to have to be something that happens um but you know i what does Microsoft do? Do they just sit back and watch or do they just go ahead and, and buy this thing up? That's yeah. the question. This is fascinating. Uh, this is. is news. Oh. This is like oh, yes. unfolding uh, as we record and more news Big. will come out about this. Mm -hmm. There was word of like trying to bring Sam back. There are obviously employment agreements in place. How many yeah. of these people are in California where there is no agreement? There is no like non-compete. <laughs> exactly. um, yeah. How many are in states that do? Uh, the board has egg on its face uh, just immensely. The the payouts by Microsoft, as I understand it, are are due to milestones that the company hits. And yeah, so it wasn't man. like they just backed up the Brinks truck and said, here's here's billions and billions of dollars. But it's their waiting, right? Yeah. <laughs> they they basically Microsoft may have just bought this company or the brain power of this company. Um, they're already doing the server power. They've already in integrated it into their stuff. Yeah. Um, Microsoft may have pulled off the biggest coup in corporate history because you know Zuck, 
and Google and Amazon was all on the phone trying to get Sam to come oh, God, yeah. do something at uh, easily. The, I mean, there are only a few companies that have the, the the power that can do the things that that OpenAI does. But anyway, yeah, this may go down in history as as Microsoft's greatest takeover by acquisition. I don't know. I mean, it's it's very interesting. Uh, the board yeah. looks really stupid, and we criticize. You know, Zuck for having total control of Facebook. We talk, mm-hmm. you know, we criticize Elon for basically have no, having no board. He just calls the shots. This is kind of what happens when a founder or guy that tr- is in charge has no stake in the company. I mean, he's on record as saying, I don't want any share of the company. This yeah. is an open yeah, project, yeah. yada, yada. This looks like a hissy fit. This looks like a knee-jerk reaction. Easily, yes. It looks like billionaires that are having a hissy fit or throwing a tantrum over something. Um, but it's it's very odd, very odd. Well, very I've got I've got to give you I've got to give you one more quick story. So sure. Julie and I we went to a Google Developer Conference in in Lagos uh, this this last weekend. Yep. On our way back, we're listening to one of the quote unquote emergency podcasts from one of my favorite podcasts called Hard Fork. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sitting here listening to it, and I look at Julie and I said, "You know what I would do if I was Sacha? I would hire Altman." And I would, that is a baller move if you can get him, because then whoever comes in at OpenAI is going to be literally reporting to to Altman at that point. And the next thing you know, Julie comes out yesterday and she's like, did you see the news? I'm like, no, what? Yeah, they did exactly what you said they were going to (laughs) do. Winning. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's very, very bizarre. Well, from one... One corporate <laughs> gobbler uh, to another, uh, my uh, third gobbler of the year. And this pains me, Chad. Mm. It pains me because I think I speak for both of us when I say that that we love iSims. Oh, yeah. Early supporter, mm-hmm. analyst yeah. day. We knew the er- like the early people, like the, the, the early folks. We were there in the acquisition. Uh, some of the people there are our biggest fans. We're some of their biggest fans, but there's really no getting around that they did a real jive turkey move this year. So in fall of 22, they announced at their annual show a new CEO, Brian Provost, who gets ultimately uh, my my jive turkey of the year award. So 22 fall, they announce Provost as CEO. By 23. Mm-hmm fall, he is out, resigned abruptly as CEO of iSims. The company cited personal reasons. You and I went on this week on the show on the weekly edition and said, you know, thoughts and prayers, if this is something personal that he couldn't just couldn't get out of, just like Mm -hmm. an emergency thing. And the more I talk to other people that I that I trust and sort of been around a while, uh, and I thought about it myself, if it was a personal reason you know, when, when CEOs leave for personal reasons, even when Steve Jobs left for cancer and, and yeah. dealing with that, you know, uh, they had an interim CEO. And typically, you know, I'm going to come back once this, we've beaten this thing or once the personal thing is re- re- resolved, I'll come back. But until then, like, let's let's get a plan together. Who's going to be interim? Who's going to be the new whatever? Like, there's a plan laid out. It's not like an abrupt, I'm out of here for personal reasons. So clearly just like OpenAI, multi-billion dollar valued company has hissy fits on the board, has, you know, CEOs that abruptly leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no way of getting around it 
Brian Provost bounced on ISEMs. We don't know why. We can we can speculate. You know, they were supposed to go public. Maybe that was part of the vision. The company did a U-turn on that. Maybe he got into the business and said, oops, this wasn't what I expected. We don't really know. And unfortunately, I don't think we ever will know. To this day, iSIMS is still without a CEO, um, or at least I haven't seen anything across the wire. And I think that I would right. if, if I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they've announced a date for their annual uh, event. I think that's on on ICE. Yeah, I think it's in May. Okay, so tentatively next year, uh, yeah, hopefully happen, and and we'd love to attend. Uh, we did their keynote, I guess, or one of their big big uh, stage. Uh, we had a nice stage presence last year. Anyway, this guy comes on at the annual event. He talks about his family. He's a hockey guy, kind of a tough guy, Minnesota salt of the earth, and then he just bounces uh, from the organization. According to his LinkedIn profile, uh, he is now a board member at Zenwork and Border Foods. I don't know Border Foods, but Zenwork deals with taxes and regulation reporting. And they just got $163 million in investment. So I'm guessing Mr. Provost will land on his feet there at Zenwork in some form or fashion while ISIM sits sort of stagnant without a CEO. And for that reason, my number three gobbler of the year goes to <laughs> ISIM's former CEO, Brian Provost. A guy like Brian Provost, you expect more. And at this point, the only thing I can say is from the outside looking in, he just didn't give a shit, right? (laughs) He just didn't give a shit. He either has enough money in the bank, which I'm sure he does. He has enough connections. He was part of this PE portfolio. He just didn't give a shit. And that to me is sad because again, it impacts a company, hundreds of sure. people, right? Thousands, especially if you're talking about customers. People we know and love. Yeah. So personally for me, I'm going to say, fuck that guy. <laughs> Always you to mince words, Chad. Always you to, <laughs> to dance around uh, the topic. But yeah, look, you don't you don't take this job mm-hmm. uh, without being an adult. And that did not happen here. Uh, no. And that is, that is very unfortunate. ISIMs will land on their feet, though. ISIMs will land. Yes. On their feet. I think they will. And we will land on our feet after we take a quick break before we get to Chad's final gobbler of 2023. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. All right, Chad. We've gone through a long list of turkeys, my friend. Yes. I'm almost full. I'm almost done with turkey. (laughs) I almost can't take it anymore. But I think you might save us Save us with a new menu item. What you got? Yes. Well, for those who don't like turkey, I've chosen to add a little ham to the menu. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, 
Silk Road changed their name to, wait for it, Rival. Uh, and their domain, they changed their domain name from silkroad.com. That's a damn good domain name. Yeah. Uh, to rival dash hr.com. A very oh, less, no. less amazing name, right? <laughs> so, so this no. is in this. Did you say hyphen dash? Yes. What? Oh, yes. no. No. <laughs> so this is, this uh. is quite odd. As yeah. Silk Road Technology was founded in 2003. Yeah, I mean, they're 20 years old. So why the change? If you're an established and well-recognized player in the space, why change? Well, I think that's the problem. Silk Road isn't a widely recognized player. After 20 years as a core talent platform, something had to change, and it did. Uh, remember that Silk Road acquired Intello, right off the clearance rack a little over a year ago and then elevated Intello's clearance rack CEO, Mm -hmm. Robert So, to the CEO of Silk Road. And I think we were both kind of mesmerized about what the fuck is going on here. So how does a point solution clearance rack CEO ascend to become the CEO of the acquiring organization? Well, let's go back to 2021 Mm -hmm. when High Bar Partners acquired Silk Road. There it is. PE wanted. No, they needed a change. So acquire some new cool tech off the clearance rack, kick out the current CEO, elevate the clearance rack CEO. We're all good, right? We're we're on our way. Well, apparently not all change is good because Robert So was replaced by Greg D2 Leo. I think that's how you say it. R2D2? Um, What? Yeah, (laughs) R2D2. And Silk Road can now be found at rival-hr.com high partners is slapping more lipstick on their pig than indeed which is why high partners receives the 2023 (laughs) little piggy award (laughs) that's That's a lot of ham right there baby That's that's a lot of ham Chad, I'm, I'm impressed. You stayed focused. You didn't go to Johnny Johnny Taylor. You, you did. You stayed away from Indeed. We both did. No, Josh Burson. No, Josh. That was my that was my next one. No, no Burson. So you yeah. you've spared a lot of people uh, this year, and, I, and they should <laughs> they should be thankful for that, my friend. As they sit down for dinner, any other any other honorable mentions that you can think of? I'll throw out one. Go ahead. ZipRecruiter's Ant-Man uh, promotion almost made oh, my turkeys. If you remember the Ant-Man yes. commercials uh, that did not feature Paul Rudd's voice, uh, yes. I'm sure they couldn't afford oh, Paul Rudd's voice as part of the promotion, but they Ridiculous. did a, a promotion with Ant-Man and put no Ant-Man stuff on the website. There was nothing on the website that was like partnering with Ant-Man, searching for jobs. So ZipRecruiter almost made uh, my list of, of did, turkeys. So did, did, did their marketing team get totally cut Prior to that, because this is like there's it's it was like there was nobody at home. If they had just had the Marvels uh, and the the blockbuster Marvel film uh, that just came out, that's a whole other podcast that I'm sure you have opinion on. You also stayed away from Wrexham, which I'm guessing is going to be in our Christmas naughty or nice episode. I'm guessing we're going to hear some Ryan Ryan Reynolds. There's a possibility uh, at Christmas time, but until then, Chad. Happy Thanksgiving, happy Turkey Day, however you you celebrate or don't celebrate, barbecue, football, hopefully for you, Ohio State, in a, in a route of uh, that team up north. I will talk to you, my friend, 
after the week. I'm going to miss you, man. I'm going to miss you. Miss, miss you so much, dude. <laughs> Get the fuck right, out enough of here. that. We out. <laughs> we out. Thank you for listening to, what's it called? The podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know. And yet, you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. There's so many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho... Be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.